An introvert, as defined by the English dictionary, is considered to be a shy person. Though there are many types, Kristen just wasn't really social. But then again, she never really felt it was necessary. She was the definition of the quiet type. She didn't really know how to express herself. Perhaps it was because of how much her life changed after her mother passed away. Maybe it was about how much her father had changed, too. Let's just say he wouldn't be nominated for a Father of the Year trophy any time in this decade. Her home life became so bad, Kristen thought of the last resort that would allow her to escape her own personal hell. No real friends to care, and anything was better than her father. She thought to herself that it should finally come to an end. Perhaps that way, she would be at peace. She sat at the desk in her bedroom and wrote a long letter, expressing her deepest sorrows to the world, to her father most of all. She felt a small sigh of relief fill her when she finished the letter, and she thought maybe she'd take one final shower, just to relax a little bit. One more, before she ended it all. What Kristen was unaware of, in her neighborhood, there had been a string of gruesome murders. At least five people had been killed within her small community, one of them just a block away from her own house. Maybe she didn't care to pay attention to the news or to anybody talking about it on the street, but on this night, the night filled with wild thoughts of death, she wouldn't think that death would come to look for her the same time she would be looking for it. Within the confines of her home, a stranger had found his way into the silence of her bedroom that night crept into her closet and waited. The man stood and watched her, patiently waiting for his time to take his next victim. He held a rather large hunting knife in one hand and a bandana with a skull wrapped around his face. He saw her write the letter and then leave the room. The shower turned on and he quietly made his way out of the closet. He glanced down at the letter as he made his way towards the bedroom door. He would kill her in the shower. That's an easy cleanup. But the note she had written caught his attention. He stopped and started reading it a little. Then he read it from top to bottom. He understood something grave in that moment. Suddenly, taking this girl's life had no meaning to him. What would be the purpose of killing someone who felt they had no reason to live at all? He read in her letter how abusive her father was. How this man just drove his own daughter to make this choice. And now, he was angry. Just then, Kristen walked into the room with a towel wrapped around her head. So deep in thought, the man didn't think of how the shower had turned off. Kristen stood there and stared at the masked man with a large knife in his hand. And she screamed. She darted out of the room. The man followed, but stopped as she ran around the corner out of sight. He looked the other way, to the opposite bedroom. Just then, Kristen ran down the stairs of her home, right into the arms of her father. He seemed annoyed at her frantic behavior, but...
but listened as she spoke about a man in a mask standing in her room. He, unlike her, had heard the stories of the masked man killing people in the neighborhood. He charged upstairs and went straight for her room to find that there was no one there. She begged and pleaded with him to believe her, but he was tired after a long day at work and had no time for her imaginative stories. Maybe she just heard it on the news and thought, this might get my father's attention. She continued to beg until he became more annoyed with her. He slapped her once across the face as she collapsed to the floor. He shouted at her to stop her nonsense, picked her up from the floor by her arms, and threw her into the room. She fell to the ground. He slammed the door behind her, and she started to cry. As he was walking away, he heard her crying, and this annoyed him more. He turned around and bursted into her room, hovered over her as she lied on the floor, and slapped her again. He told her to quit her nonsense, or he would give her something to cry about. He left again, slamming the door so hard the wall shook. Kristen buried her head in the floor, muffling the noises she began to make, noises of rage and sadness. As her father made his way into his room, the room across the hall, he was met with a masked face and a knife piercing his stomach. He stood there shocked as the knife struck him again and again and again. The masked man stabbed him seven times before letting him drop to the floor. The thud alarmed Kristen as she lifted her head to call out to him. No response. She stood up to look out the door and she saw him there in the doorway to his bedroom. Blood everywhere. But the masked man was already gone. Less than an hour later, once Kristen calmed down enough to call the police, she sat outside in the back of an ambulance with a towel wrapped around her. One of those heavy knitted towels that ambulances give to victims. Sirens and lights took over the image of her house as they carried her father out in a gurney. A police officer approached her and asked about the bruises on her face. For the first time in a long time, she felt comfortable about being honest of her bruises. The officer asked her if she saw anyone in the house at all that evening. She looked up at the officer and caught an image of a man standing slightly out of the shadows on the side of the neighboring house just behind the police officer. It was the man in the mask and he lifted his finger up to his mouth telling her to be quiet. Her attention drew to the officer. I, I was alone. I, I just found him like that. I, I didn't see anyone. <laughs>